0: Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us today for Empowered for Balance. As usual, my name is Amma, Brew your life balance strategist. And today I'm excited because, again, you know me, I like talking about pursuing sexes, pursuing dreams, living your life purposefully, fulfilling God's purpose for your life. And today we're going to talk about how to pursue sexes God's way. And I'm not going to do this alone. I have... Erin joining us today and that's her thing. She talks a lot about it. So <laughs> I thought that we might as well bring her over here to talk to us about this and give us hair strategies. Um, but before we go on, have you subscribed yet? If you haven't subscribed, please hit the subscribe button. And don't forget to like or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Empowered for Balance. And also hit that notification bell if you've already subscribed. That way, every week when we upload new episodes, um, you can get the notifications and then you don't miss out on anything. All right. So let me go ahead and introduce Erin. Hi, Erin. How are you? Hi. I'm so excited to be here with you. I know, right? I'm excited that we can finally do this. All right. So tell my audience who you are. You can share a bit about your story. Sure.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I'm Erin Harrigan. I live outside of the D.C. area uh, right on the Chesapeake Bay. We are empty nesters. My husband and I have been married 27 years. We have two girls, 23 and 21, which uh, if you don't yet have adult children, I'm going to tell you that parenting adults is quite the adventure. It's very different than parenting toddlers. But uh, rest assured they do grow up. So hopefully that gives some people some hope. And I am a dry, I'm a recovering driver, driver and achievement chaser. That's who I was all of my life through my 25 plus years in corporate America, through mm-hmm. my entrepreneur journey. And all of that shifted in 2014. I had success. I had you know the title in my company i was driving the company car and the income etc but i was really unfulfilled and i sort mm-hmm. of hit this wall and i reached out to a mentor and she said to me you don't know who you are or whose you are do you have a relationship with jesus mm-hmm. and i said of course i do because to me at that point uh, my relationship with Jesus was sort of characterized as this mashup between the universal the law of attraction, and then like Jesus Christ, the actual person. And from my answer, she said, mm, I'm not sure that I believe that you do. Mm-hmm. And she walked me through the prayer of salvation. And so on that day, October 4th, 2014, just as I was hitting a wall, I encountered Jesus in a real way, and that changed everything. And the rest of my story has been God's molding and pruning and his call on my life to go and help other women who are just overwhelmed, mm-hmm. overachieving and underfulfilled in their work and in life and business because they want to make kingdom impact, but they, it's hard to turn off the volume of a very loud world that tells you what yeah. success should look like.
0: Yeah, 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 and I love every bit of what you said because, you know, a lot of times we women we're so busy chasing the bag, chasing the gold, chasing yes. the vision that we forget the most important thing. So yeah. I'm honestly really excited to really get into this. Yes. Um, but before we even get into anything, if you can even explain, what does it mean, you know, to pursue? sex is God's way? What is it at all? And how did that idea come up for you?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So having been the achiever all of my life, I had my identity very wrapped into what do I, what do I achieve? So what me, what that means is, is, and this may really, some of you may be feeling this right now is when our identity is wrapped up in the achievement, when the achievement doesn't happen or it doesn't Mm. happen at the level we think it should, or it did happen. And now it's not happening because our identity is tied to that. We sink just like those things sink. So if we're not achieving, if we're not reaching the heights that we want, etc., we immediately think, well, there's something wrong with us and I just need to do more. And I'm just not believing enough and all of these things. So what Coming to Christ and and making Him my Savior versus my business because l- truly my business was my Savior and I put a lot of my priorities on hold to build my business because I idolized it. What that gave me in encountering Christ was just this insatiable desire to understand what does the Bible say about business and who am I in the Lord. And so pursuing success God's God's way starts with defining defining who you are in. The Word, what does the word say that you are who who the Lord says that you are, that you are the daughter of the Most High King, that you were created on purpose for a purpose, that he predestined works, that he knit you together in your mother's womb, that he knows every hair on your head, that you are more than a conqueror. All of those things is is really what your identity is, right? So it's defining that. And then it's understanding that success in God's eyes is not the achievement and the title and the promotion and the stuff and the income. Success in God's eyes is how well are you being the salt and light that he created you to be? How well are you showing up as a reflection of christ's love and light in the world that to the lord is success now it is true that because he's made each of us that he's given each of us an assignment you have an assignment i have an assignment my assignment is not yours yours is not mine so we are purposed to yield the fruit that the lord has given us to yield so he does expect that we will take action he does put us in charge of, of the action that we need to take. We have, we are responsible to do the work that he's given us to do, but he doesn't measure success the way the world does. And there's nothing wrong with the math of success. It's when we wrap our identity to it. It's when that becomes the only measurement of our worth. It's when those things become how we measure up against everyone else in the world that's the issue so learning to pursue success god's way starts with the defining defining your identity, identity defining what it is he's given you to do and defining what he says success is it then goes into what direction will we take so so how will we yield that fruit and how will we trust in him and and what will that look like? And whom will we glorify when we do reach the goals that he's given us, right? Do we glorify ourselves? Do we glorify him? All of that is sort of the how and the direction that we take. And then there's a daily discipline to it. So that daily discipline is how are you getting up every day and, and working and, and what does that, what does it look like when you make your to-do list? But Are you starting your day in prayer and starting your day in the word? And how do you redirect yourself when you get overwhelmed during the day? And are you continuing that conversation with him all day? Because that's, that's the intimacy of the relationship that he wants with us. And then the fourth piece of pursuing success, God's way is really the development or the, the ongoing, um, the the ongoing growth and evolution of of you in who God is has made you to be and the work that he's given you to do. I see it almost from a I guess a branding or a business standpoint as sort of a closed loop, right? So so it's kind of a circle. We're defining who we are and what success is. We're following his direction. We're putting the daily discipline in place. And then what we learn along that way goes back in. So that we get better at it all the time, knowing that we will never be perfect at this. We will never be perfect on this side of heaven. We know that, right? But we can get better at pursuing success His way. For example, when I'm feeling overwhelmed with achieving a goal or I'm overachieving on my to do list, I now more quickly recognize that and more quickly get into prayer. And it's an iterative learning, right? So so we become better at honing that definition and honing the direction we take in our daily disciplines. And I think it really all goes back to this foundation of the Lord gave us our businesses as a vehicle. It's not the be all end all. He is the be all end all. So pursuing success God's way means he's given us a vehicle and, and we need to be good stewards of that vehicle. And at the same time, we can't allow that vehicle to completely take over our life. He needs to be what we're reaching for. So to me, all of that is what it means to pursue success God's way.
0: Wow. Um, Honestly, I love everything you just said. We could even end here, honestly. (laughs) But the picture I'm getting is the idea that whatever we are doing as women here on earth, the biggest motive is to please God and fulfill our purpose yes that's all i'm hearing as you're talking because it's not just about yes i'm achieving i'm doing this everybody's all praising me everybody's all excited about what i'm doing but at the end of the day what's the motive am i doing it to glorify myself or am i doing it just so that i can fulfill that purpose or that calling that i believe god wants for me and wants me to do so it's like using your talents Mm. and your gifts to glorify god
1: a hundred percent, a hundred percent, because it's very easy for us to get into what I call self-reliance versus surrender, right? Self-reliance says that self-reliance says, look what I did. If it is to be, it's up to me. I got this, etc." Surrender is, as it says in Deuteronomy, I think it's 31, eight, like he is the one that's given us the ability to create wealth and to work and to create success, right? The point is it's him driving it. And so, yes, that's exactly, that's exactly using that vehicle to glorify him ultimately.
0: Um, so um, now that we have a basic idea of what it means to pursue sex as God's way, how can we actually, you know, know, We are doing this because it's easier said than done, Mm -hmm. and the world that we live in, especially in this country, in the United States, it's hard to really get caught up in the to-do list Mm -hmm. and the many things because you have bills to pay, right? So it's easy, it's easy to shift focus and go, like, I just need to pay my bills. So I'm just gonna do whatever I need to do to pay those bills Mm -hmm. or to make a living, right? To 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 eat. So how do we know we are actually getting? Yes, we're getting to pay our bills, we're getting to make the money we need, but we are actually doing this and we are actually pursuing as God's way.
1: So I think there are probably two or three ways that we know that we're doing it. Number one is there is a sense of calm and peace, right? That unsurpassed peace and joy. So what mm-hmm. I found is the more I did business my way, I sort of had this, this angst and this constant overwhelm and, and, and drive and almost frantic energy, if you will. When I shifted and and I can feel when I do this to this day, suddenly there's a calm that happens. However long that to-do list is, I'm no longer tying myself to did I get it all checked off, right? So there's a a calm to doing the work. We often rediscover the joy. When I work with women on this in my coaching group or my one-on-one coaching, what they most often experience almost right away as they start to understand that definition piece, which is the first step is they rediscover joy for their business.
0: Yeah.
1: They, they rediscover, Oh, this is why I wanted to do this before. Oh, this is, this is, this is, God gave me this to do, right? Mm. It's, it's shifting that definition of hustle and redefining what hustle means yes. and redefining who we are. So, so that calm and that joy almost immediately sets in. The other thing that I that I see happen that tells me that we are pursuing success God's way is a small step becomes exponentially more impactful. For example, I might take a small action you know, God may drop a name in my head and tell me to call that person. And I think, well, where is that really going to get me in my business? You know, are they going to buy my product? Are they going to sign up for my service or whatever? But in that obedience, he takes that piece of obedience and he supernaturally exponentially expands it. So maybe that person connects me to someone else, or maybe, An opportunity pops up to do speaking or coaching or, you know, like even like this podcast episode, right? This interview Mm -hmm. here. So what I find is that when we're walking in that, in that center of his will, our small steps suddenly became, become bigger. We often think we have to take so many steps and we have to do it all. And we have to take big leaps. But the Lord wants us to be faithful in the small things. And when we are faithful in those small things, other things come up. So you've probably experienced that in your business, right? That suddenly something comes across your plate that you were not expecting, or maybe you thought was a lost cause, or maybe it was a no that turned into a yes. That's how I believe the Lord moves. Mm. And in when we're pursuing success, God's way that he's blessing that obedience. I think the third way that we know we're pursuing success God's way is that we experience results. They're not always what we thought they should be, Mm -hmm. but they have greater impact or they they bring us greater joy. So we may be shooting for, let's say it's a particular dollar figure. Let's say I want $10,000 in sales this month. And I may not get that 10,000, but because i'm pursuing success god's way and i'm tuned into how he wants me to do business mm-hmm. i realize that i'm not making that 10,000 an idol so therefore although i don't hit that some other things happen so maybe it's that business i thought would result in that 10,000 shifts to another month when i have more time on my calendar to be better attuned to work with those clients so those those sort of three things that that additional calm and joy that suddenly our our small steps are multiplied and then the the results happen but but they happen in a greater way that impacts the kingdom and glorifies him then we know that we're walking in his will that we're pursuing success his way what we have to be careful of is those things can get us very very excited especially those of us i'm raising my hand here who are (laughs) ambitious women for whom the hustle is part of the excitement of why we do what we do we can very easily go oh well now let me go do these three things and god is going no 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 i only told you to do one but our mind immediately gets out ahead of him Mm-hmm. And what is so beautiful about our merciful and gracious God is that he doesn't, he's not a punishing God. Yes, he is a disciplinarian. He is a father, <laughs> but he doesn't, he doesn't punish us for getting out ahead of him. What he allows is whatever that lesson is, right. That we got out ahead of him. And he's like, okay, well, I mean, you have free will. Um, but you know, it, it, it just, it might not look the way you wanted it mm-hmm. to look by getting out ahead of me. So I think we have to be careful in getting out ahead of him, but also not stifling the action that we have to take. We have a responsibility to take action.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I love how you put it because there's a thin line between just sitting and doing nothing and then also listening and taking action. Because I know people also who are sitting and they've been sitting for years waiting for some magic wand or something to pop up for everything to fall in place you yes
1: know? yes so
0: from what i'm understanding and it's just like you know um depending on god for direction mm-hmm. and then still taking action so you're yeah. not being passive you are taking the actions you're supposed to take but you're still dependent on god to lead you and that way you're not just spinning your, wo- your wheels and hustling 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 yes. you know and doing everything and checking the boxes, but it's more like I'm relaxed. I'm just going by the leading of, of God and the Holy spirit yeah. and he's going to bless it because yes. God always blesses our, the work of our hands. Anyways.
1: Always. And, so, yeah. and I, I love the way you said that, that fine line to me, that fine line is there is a fine line between waiting yeah, and um, waiting in the walk A mentor of mine many, many years ago said in the Quaker religion, they shuffle their feet while they pray because they're still Mm -hmm. in action, right? And so often I think sometimes we can get caught up in, well, I'm waiting on the Lord, so I'm just going to sit, right? And we're not called to do that. So there is a fine line. And then my friend, Dr. Sherry says, and, and I wrote this in my book, there is a difference between surrender and apathy. And where we have to be careful also is when we are surrendered, it means that we choose surrender over self-reliance. We're choosing mm-hmm. the Lord to lead us, but we're still taking action, right? Yeah. Apathy says, eh, I don't care. But see, the enemy, the enemy wants us to believe that yes. being surrendered means we're lazy and we're yes. not willing to do the work. And yes. therefore- um, therefore we're apathetic. And the world would would want us to believe that surrendered means we're not doing enough. You're not doing enough. You haven't talked to enough people. You're not believing enough. You gotta do more and you gotta do more. And that doing, doing, doing um, is is in opposition to what it means to be surrendered and taking intentional action. So I, I totally agree with you, Amma. It is a very fine line But it is in the relationship with the Lord that we understand that that line exists and where we are on that line so that we can be on the right side of that line and taking the action that he calls us to take.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yep. And let me add to what you just said. And then faith also comes in Mm. because Mm. when we get that lead in to move, we have to move. Sometimes we don't even know how it's going to happen. Yes. sometimes we don't even see the results we Absolutely. don't even believe it because where we are at and where we think god is leading us to go are two totally different op- opposite ends of the thing you know yes but we need to have that faith also behind it because sure. that little step sure. of faith is what god just needs us to oh take, yes oh yes. you know so when the leading comes go for it people might talk people might talk you, you talk you out of it people might not believe what you're seeing but if you believe that you've depended on god and god says this is it go for it go yeah. for it you know yeah take step,
1: you absolutely know. Yeah. in my book um i really wanted to distinguish between faith and trust and so i looked up an article on i think it was guideposts.com and just to paraphrase um faith is we believe that God is who he says he is. Trust Mm. is acting on it. Trust is saying, I have the faith and now I'm going to take the action, even if it results in nothing, because going back to what we talked about, about what does it mean when we're pursuing success, God's way often we are called to take a step because God wants to know he can trust us. And the result may not come from that step at all, but he's doing something else over here. Right. So yeah, absolutely having that faith. And then then trust is the action of faith.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Mm. I love this. I'm enjoying this so conversation <laughs> so much. <laughs> so um, let's let's talk about, you know, because I love that the women who listen to this podcast, are uh, again, high achieving women who have realized that they've been overdoing it and now mm. they want to slow down, mm. shift from burnout to balance, but still be able to live purposeful and fulfilling lives. Yeah. Um, So how can that woman out there who is like, okay, I have handed over my superwoman cape and now I want to pursue sex as God's way, you know, how can she start? Where does she start from? What are the first steps?
1: Yeah. So the first step, and I I talk about this um, from the standpoint of sort of bridging faith and business, because see, a lot of these women, they, they have a relationship with God and, and perhaps they know Jesus. They, they, they've. Made him, Mm -hmm. you know, their savior. But here's what I see happen is that in the business community, not a lot of people are talking about allowing God to be their CEO, right? And in the faith community, there's not a lot of conversation about business. So where these things come together, and I I feel like I'm sort of a messenger and a conduit for where (laughs) these things come together, is where these women go, well, hold on a second. The Lord wants to be part of my entire life. And he wants to be part of my business. And oftentimes we go, no, 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 God, I got this business part, or I got the finances, right? Like you, you do you and I, you know, take care of my family, but I got the rest of this. So I think where it starts for those women is um, to number one, just rededicating themselves to the Lord and just saying, you know, Lord, you, Jesus, you are my savior, And I acknowledge that I literally have to give you the wheel in my business. Like, I know it sounds really fun when Carrie Underwood sings it, but we have to give Jesus the wheel and let him keep it. Mm. But we're very good at going, no, 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 I'll take it back now. So I think the first step is acknowledging that, you know, Lord, I've invited you into my life. You are my savior. I, I re-invite you into my business. And Mm. so that's number one. Number two, it's spending quiet time with him in the word, not talking, but listening. So it's sitting down with your prayer journal. It's sitting down with the Bible and saying, Lord, remind me who I am in you. Define me, show me that definition of who I am. Mm -hmm. And then define for me, show me how my business is a vehicle for your purpose. So it's getting quiet in, in prayer Right. Right. So that's step two, because I believe and know, and his word tells us that he inclines his ear to us and that when we ask, according to his will, it is done. So therefore, Lord, show me your will. I Mm. love Psalm 25 verses four and five, which says, show me your ways. O Lord, teach me your paths lead me in your truth and teach me for you are the god of my salvation on Mm -hmm. you i wait all the day so sitting in that quiet time with the lord and asking him to show you and listen it may not come like a lightning bolt it may not be like the big booming voice but you will feel like huh i never thought of my business this way or when i serve people it, it looks like this so so that second step is getting quiet and getting in the word and then making that a regular routine And then I think the third step is taking a look at your goals and surrendering those to him as well and asking him to show you what goals to set. There is nothing wrong. Like I have a course coming up and I am saying, Lord, I want, you know, 50 women in this course and thy will be done. Those who are meant to be there will be the ones who are there, mm-hmm. right? So it's it's taking another look at those goals and saying, Lord, I surrender these goals to you. Show me how you want me to revise them, or um, or reword them, or maybe leave them where they are, but reorder them according to your priority. I think those those three those three steps: um, inviting Jesus into your business, sitting down with the Word in your journal, and really praying, and then asking the Lord um, uh, to, to help you with those goals, because that's sort of the foundation that then allows you to say, okay, now, Lord, tell me the action to take. Yeah. Who are the people I should call or reach out to? What should I be talking about today? What should I be posting? You know, all of that is to action. Um, I think the hardest part for us ambitious women is slowing down to do those things. Yeah. So you have to give yourself the permission to slow down and do it. I like to think of it as like, slow down to go fast. It's kind of like those cars, toys, where you would pull Mm. it back and then let it go. Right. That's exactly what the the Lord is waiting for us to do. Like, if you would just focus your time on building your relationship with me, then you would be amazed at the supernatural things that I do in your business and in your life. So I'll I'll say all of the women, right. Mm. That are listening. Make the time for the Lord and mm. he will bless you. You will be amazed at how he shows up, but make that time. If you have to start with five minutes a day, start with five minutes a day, right? Yeah. Um, the, you know, a thousand days is like a day to the Lord, right? So our five minutes could be, you know, 5,000 hours to him, but start somewhere.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, I love every bit of what you said and even the part about you know starting somewhere you know I always say that you know our religion or you know a lot of us were brought up to think that it has to be a two-hour prayer time in the word yes that's perfect that's like top notch yeah but sometimes it's so busy and sometimes Being, especially if you're a mom who's also trying to run a business and all that, you may not be able to sit down for those two hours, but you can take God along with you wherever you are. You Mm -hmm. know, in your car, at home, in the background. You know, play some worship music.
1: uh, Yes.
0: Continue to, you know, talk to Him as you're going about your day, as you're doing the chores. Talk to God. You know, so Mm -hmm. by the time you realize you've even done more hours than what you would have done if you had sat down and just given a specific dedicated quiet time which is important you know we have that's what we should all be striving for that's the ultimate but when you're not there yet take him along with you do that five minutes here two minutes here five minutes here one minute here and it all adds up like you said five minutes to him might be like 5,000 days or 5,000 years you know yeah so let's not also let the perfect scenario of Mm. communication with Mm -hmm. God that we have in front of us or those beliefs stop us from doing the little we can do or making use of whatever we have you know that's right start from somewhere start with those baby steps Yeah. yes
1: be faithful in those small steps because he desires to see you do that
0: yes yes So good. He's everywhere. He's he's not only in your prayer closet. He's That's everywhere. right. <laughs> he's everywhere. He's here now. He's in your car. Yes. He's in he's in the bathroom. He's everywhere. He's so everywhere. It, yeah. So everywhere you are, you can still talk to him. You can still yes. communicate with him. Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. so good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And another thing that when you were talking came to my mind, the word was control.
1: mm-hmm
0: control. Yeah. So
1: I have an exercise that we do in my course and I do with my private coaching clients called under control. Yeah. Um, and so what it is, is identifying what's in your control and what's yes. in God's control. Yeah. And then I have people go back and say, okay, now that you've narrowed that list, now let's take your list of what is in your control and let's look and see, is some of that really supposed to be on someone else's plate?
0: Yeah. Yes, so good. I love this. Let's talk about your book. Tell us about your book.
1: My book is called Pursuing Success God's Way, A Practical Guide to Hustle with Heart. It published, I self-published it just as the pandemic was starting. So March 31st, 2020, it went live on Amazon. So you can get it on Amazon. You can also get it at my website but it really is meant to be a practical guide. So it walks us through kind of that circle. Like how are we defining ourselves in the Lord and how are we defining success his way? And then what direction do we take? Like what are those principles for hustle with heart? And then how do we put those principles into action? So what's the daily discipline and then how do we refine that or continue to develop that so that, Um, there's a Beth Moore quote that I'm just going to paraphrase from one of her devotionals that says something like, we know we've made progress when we come back to a place where we were before, but we see it with very different eyes. And so that's kind of the iterative process of um, what it means to hustle with heart. So the book is meant to be a very practical guide. Um, Mm -hmm. There's, you know, uh, inspired actions at the end of each chapter. It's, it references all of the scripture that goes along with the content. And then I use that as the foundation for the hustle with heart course that I do. And I wanted to write the book in a way that people felt like, just like this, like we were having a conversation or we were sipping iced tea, talking about what does it mean to let God be your CEO? I wanted people to hear my voice in the book and feel like they just were sitting down talking yeah. Because there are a lot of how-to books, yes. right? There's a lot of business and professional development out there. Um, I, As I say in my book, I believe that all of those kinds of books, whether they know it or not, um, It is based in the Bible because the Bible is like the great big book of everything. Mm
0: -hmm. So I
1: wanted this to be a little more casual, but also doable, because I think sometimes we get into these business books and it's this big, long checklist of all the things we have to do. And I wanted people to feel like, oh, I could do that today and Mm -hmm. I can do that tomorrow. Like it was very practical for the very ambitious, driven, busy woman that's what I wanted to provide in writing it. So
0: nice. Yeah, that's nice. Been it. Awesome. Success, God's
1: way. I am yes. trying to get it where the light is not so crazy. Yeah. Um,
0: and so where I mean, can it's we a, find it
1: so you can find it on Amazon. Um, it's out there on Amazon. You can also find out about it on my website, Aaron forward slash book. Um, and it has been, it's been such a joy to see people's reactions and feedback and you know i have a number of people like they they said oh you know it's been out now for a year and a half and i've read it three times already and you know i want people to i want it to be well used just like your bible like write in it sticky notes like i i want it to be a manual that you can turn back to um, in fact, many times I'm, I'm in a conversation with my own coach and she'll say, you know, there's this book that you need to read. <laughs> and she'll remind me like, um, you wrote that chapter. Perhaps you should go back. And- <laughs> I know, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. I know, right? The things we write are the things we do that sometimes it's hard for us to even practice us. That. So that's when you know, God so- is actually using you, right?
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Just so vessel. I might just be like. Two steps ahead of you, but <laughs> I, he's always speaking to me too. So, yes,
0: yes, yes. awesome, yeah. awesome. That's great. I really enjoyed our conversation, but you know, I want us to turn all this back to the pandemic. You know, yeah. a lot of women have given up, a lot of women had dreams. They're like, oh, I think I don't want to do this anymore this pandemic has been bad. I've lost everything. Things are not good. So for that woman Mm -hmm. who may be listening to us, who is like, you ladies are talking about success, probably because this pandemic hasn't affected you, which I don't agree with because it it has affected all of us in a way. But what would you tell that woman who has given up and needs at least some word of encouragement to get going, to pick herself up again and not give up on that dream but yeah. start from somewhere. Yeah, know, I, I think
1: the two things that I would say is you are not alone. You you aren't alone, and I don't mean that in the way that misery loves company, right? I mean that you aren't alone because God is everywhere. Amma mm. said it earlier, right? He is everywhere, and He is yeah. waiting for you. Like like you can't ever run. Like He's already got you, but but it's leaning in further to Him, and and grabbing his hand tighter. So I would say you're not alone. Be in prayer. Like Lord, show me, pour out your tears to him. Sometimes mm-hmm. I am on the floor face down in my office, prostrate before him praying. Like and and that's okay. Humble yourself, come to his feet because you are not alone. So I would say first and foremost go there. And then I would say secondly, just like it says, I think it's in Zechariah 4:10. Do not despise small steps, yes, can you make a call today? Can you make a list of the people that that you want to reach back out to? Can you write a thank you note? Can you send an email? Um, can you post something on social media? Like what is that one small thing because I think what often breaks the curse of procrastination or or you know feeling hopeless in the aftermath is mm-hmm. just do one small thing, Yeah, right? It doesn't have to be a major thing. Like you don't have to sell a product today. You may feel like I need to sell a product today. Okay. But what if you just reach out to someone? What if you, you know, call someone like not to sell them, but to, to tell them how much you appreciate them or or what have you, one small thing. Uh, I think those, those two immediate actions. And if you- Think, Oh, well, prayer isn't really action. Oh, my friend, it is the greatest action, right? It is the greatest action. And I think if you can do those two things. um, And then I think listening to a podcast like this or finding, you know, a community of people who who are in the same place, but are but are moving forward. Uh, I think it can be really easy to find a community and then spend a lot of time looking left and right. But the word tells us not to look left and right. The word tells us to stay focused ahead on him. But find a community where you can be inspired and empowered. You know, again, whether it's this podcast, whether it's my Hustle with Heart podcast, but find people, be around those people in some way. Um, I think sometimes the other reason we get in our way, you know, anytime but definitely post pandemic is when everything shut down suddenly and our businesses shut down for some of us because our identity was tied to that we got yeah. into a spiral of but i need to do more but i need to do more well how about just like lean into him and ask him what is that next small step, step that you can take yes.
0: Yes, yes. Yeah. I love, I love every bit of what we've spoken about today. Um, can you let us know where we can find you on social media? Sure,
1: yes. So I'm um, mostly a hangout between Instagram and Facebook. So on Instagram, I'm Aaron Harrigan, entrepreneur. And on Facebook, I am the Hustle with Heart Coach. So you can find my, um, my business page there. Mm-hmm. And then all things Hustle with Heart, uh, pursuing success, God's way at my website, aaronharrigan.com. But I do love to play on social media. So you're gonna start seeing me. I'm gonna start doing a few reels. I don't oh, know what yeah? they'll be, but surely they'll give somebody a laugh. So listen, <laughs> if that's what you need, like if that's your next step is to laugh at me to get yourself <laughs> out of the funk, I'm here for it. So
0: (laughs) nice. I love that. Thank you so much for taking time off your busy schedule to be here. Erin. I really, really appreciate this. And this has been a very impactful conversation.
1: Oh, I am so honored to be your guest and um, just bless you and bless all of your listeners as they really seek, like you said, um, you know, to move from burnout to balance, but allowing the Lord to be their driver in that.
0: Yes, yes. And for you, my listener, thank you so much for sticking with us till the end. I must say that I appreciate you for always being here. And thank you for taking time off that busy schedule of yours. because I know you have a lot going on, but you always show up and you always listen. But my biggest take home point from everything that Aaron spoke about is that we need to let go of that control and let God have his way in our life, in our business. You know, everything that we're involved in, it's not just part of our lives life, but everything including the business including the vision including the career the kids the home everything because he's the only one who can work it all out for you good and all you need is a little bit of faith you know take that step of faith as you surrender it all to him and he will definitely direct your path and give you that peace that inner peace as you pursue that sex is God's way Mm -hmm. again if you haven't subscribed yet please hit that subscribe button and don't forget to follow us on social media media at Empowered for Balance on Facebook and Instagram and on Pinterest. I do a lot of Pinterest. Um, Check it out. I have a lot of pins there. And hey, if you're a woman out there, like we said, probably the pandemic has affected you. You don't even know where to start from. You're confused. You feel like you're stuck and you need a bit of a push and a nudge, you know, to get you out of that fund that you find yourself in just to continue moving forward. Please don't forget to book a free strategy session with me by going to empoweredforbalance.com slash free session. And in that session, we can talk about what's going on with you, what your challenges are, and what you need to be able to move forward and continue to perceive that vision, that, that um, purpose, and that success that you believe God has for you. Again, my name is Amabru, your life balance strategist. Thank you so much for being here, and I hope to talk to you next week. Take care. Bye.